0: We
1: mentioned New Jersey music, where the tour is this this week. How can we possibly talk about New Jersey, Barry Cronin, right here on the scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine, without talking about the chairman of the board? The
2: chairman of the board, the greatest, the greatest ever. Yes. So, did you know, Mike, that uh, he's so great that uh, the great Willie Nelson uh, covered did a whole album of Sinatra covers. Favorites, I did not. Favorite, favorite singer of Willie Nelson. It uh, kind of shocked me when I when I heard that. And uh, it's pretty cool. And he does a great job. You know, his phrasing and all that. So, hey, we're off the subject, Mike.
1: We uh... are off subject, as we often <laughs> tend to do. But uh, And actually, Willie Nelson uh, leads us right into our On the Road Again segment. And that is where we are at. And to do exactly. that segment, which we love. We head on out to the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. There we find the founder and owner of Wisconsin Golf Trips, Jason Coughlin, joining us on the scorecard. Good morning, Jason.
3: Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning,
1: Jason. Thanks so much for being with us.
2: Um, f- uh, folks who don't know, Jason, he's really a good dude, friend of mine for for years, and uh, and uh, founder of Wisconsin Golf Trips, which you founded in 2015. Jason, I uh, I can imagine why because you have uh, uh, Whistling Straits, uh, uh, Black Wolf Run, Aaron Hills, Sand Valley, etc. Up there, but I think. Uh, you know, and so tell our listeners a little bit about some of the trips that they could do with through your company.
3: Yeah, so I'm primarily built for those bucket list trips, like you mentioned, Barry. So uh, groups that, that know we've got good golf in Wisconsin, but uh, once they start investigating all the different packages and options at at each of those individual resorts, it gets a little intimidating. So my My company, uh, we we build custom packages, uh, golf, lodging, transportation, uh, dinners if needed, activities if desired, and build it all into one package for groups.
2: Well, give me an example of some of the super bucket trip uh, uh, things that you do, you know, with all the big-time courses. Let's start with those.
3: Yeah, you know, I I call it uh, my big three package, uh, which is combining the best elements of those three world-class resorts. So a a typical itinerary would be to do 24 hours at Aaron Hills uh, to start, maybe uh, uh, come in and spend the night uh, on property at one of their cottages and play the the golf course in the morning and then head up to Sand Valley that night and spend uh, two nights at Sand Valley playing both of their big courses, the Mammoth Dunes course and the Sand Valley course. And then sprinkling in the the sandbox par three as part of that package, and then headed down to uh, destination Kohler, uh, doing usually three three to four nights uh, at, at at Kohler to take advantage of both courses at Black Wolf Run, the river and Meadow Valleys, and and obviously both courses at Whistling Straits, the Irish course, and then of course the big daddy of them all, the Straits course at Whistling Straits, host of this year's Ryder Cup, and um, and then to add on to that, the the new uh, Par three at Black Wolf Run called the Baths of Black Wolf Run, which has been a huge hit this summer. So that's, a that you know, six days, six nights is kind of our target for those bucket list groups.
1: Talking with Jason Coughlin from Wisconsin Golf Trips, it is wisconsingolftrips.com if you're looking for it on the Internet. So I, I got to imagine there's a lot of uh, uh, men in our listening audience who are all, you, you, what you just described, I mean, they are probably salivating at the thought of that. Do you get a lot of groups? Do you get a lot of families? Do you get a lot of, you know, buddy trips, you know, with regardless of age guys uh, making that? Uh, what, what do you see normally? Yeah, my my normal demographic are those eight and 12 guys that do Ireland
3: and do Scotland and do uh, Bandon Dunes and do Pebble Beach, uh, the, 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 the bucket list seekers. So that that is certainly my target demographic. Uh, and um I see some groups of couples here and there. I've, I've got a couple groups of women that do come in every year. Um, but it, it's really those those bucket list seekers. You know, Barry, Wisconsin's not really that, that destination where groups come year after year. It's that one target-focused, uh, you know, big trip that, that everybody's been kind of had on their list for a long time trying to cross it off.
2: And I imagine, uh, Jason, most of your folks come from, a lot of your folks come from Chicago, a pretty high percentage. Um, What percentage would would the Chicago folks be? And then what others do you find coming from, you know, out of the area, maybe New York or Florida or Texas or California? I mean, Texas is so hot in the summer, I imagine you get a lot of of people coming up from there.
3: Yeah, I'd be honest with you that, that that's probably those those. Warm weather, uh, you know, warm hot spots during the summertime are probably my biggest focus uh, or, or that's where I hear the most from. And obviously, Chicago is a big part of what I do. And and the, the regional drive-in traffic is a big part of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin golf market. But for me, it's been uh, Southern California, um, Texas, and for some reason, the Washington, D.C. area is a huge, huge source of um, leads and, and groups of mine.
2: Yeah, well, it's hotter than heck in Washington D.C. during the summer. I mean, it is. It, really, it is it's <laughs> unbelievable. So people always, <laughs> people oh, you come to Wisconsin, you can breathe. There's not as much humidity, which is, which is, which is why so many people in Chicago have cabins in Chicago, in, uh, in Wisconsin, I guess. Correct. Um, so, so we've got the, we've got people here listening who are not necessarily, um, you know, you, you, not everybody can afford to do the whole bucket tr- trip thing. You know, it's a lot of dough. I would expect. Um, how do we is are there are there mid level trips that we can do
3: where um
2: how do you how do you how do you deal with the with sort of the middle class of,
3: of folks? Yeah, it's it's probably you know I talk about that just as much as I do with the big trips with groups and and the the calls usually start out with talking about Aaron Hills and Sand Valley and and Kohler. Um, a lot of groups don't understand what's involved with each and and. You know, for example, to go all the way up to Sand Valley, which is a few hours from Milwaukee, uh, you know, you want to be there for the whole time. And, and so you you want to get you an experience all of it. you want to be there for a couple of days. So a lot of times groups don't have that five, six nights to invest. So we, we scale back and start looking at three and four nights, which usually turns into either Sand Valley and Aaron Hills or Kohler and, or, and Aaron Hills or just Kohler. But again, you're still talking about a couple thousand dollars, you know, and so. Um, the next stage is to come off of that and start talking about those mid level destinations and, and groups that are looking for just a a quality golf trip, but not looking to spend, you know, an arm and a leg. So I I do that a lot. And and so one's that pop into my brain very right away. You know, the Lake Geneva area is big for me. Obviously the Chicago golfers know, uh, know the Lake Geneva area well with the there's six or seven, you know, really quality resort courses in Lake Geneva. Um, I also have, you know, I think one of the other successful packages that I deal with is building around a place like Aaron Hills, you know, where maybe that's, you know, almost half of the the package cost to do a full day at Aaron Hills with caddies and the whole experience. But then you're building in with two or three local courses. You, you, you and I played uh, the club at lock LaBelle last year, Barry, and and you know what that course is all about. So, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of areas west of Milwaukee, Delafield, Milwaukee, Hartford, uh, that have these great, great local courses. You know, that don't cost an arm and a leg, and so I'm, I'm, I'm always very excited to introduce um, you know the, the Chicago golfer to those courses that they might not be familiar with.
1: Talking with Jason Coughlin, uh, WisconsinGolfTrips.com is the website. So I, I'm curious because I don't know you as well as Barry does. Jason, what is your background? I mean, this is a very specialized uh, it is. type of thing, right? How does, how does one get into golf trips, right? How, how does that become your career?
3: You, first of all, you go on a lot of golf
1: trips. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I, That's
3: important. I uh, so you learn, so you uh, learn what not to I, do, I, right? <laughs> exactly. So I started with four guys back in 2001 and, by, uh, we went out to Mesquite, Nevada together, and um, by 2008, I had 44 guys on the trip. And nice. we, wow. I handled all the transportation, all the lodging, all the tea times, and um, I got very good at all those you know, sizes in between. So now when I talk to groups live about what it is to travel with a group of 12 or 16 and deal with all the, you know we call it herding the cats, um, I can speak to it very firsthand, and that, that 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 helps me a lot. And then it was really back in 2011 when the U.S. Open was awarded Aaron, Aaron Hills. The light went off for me to say, wait a second, at some point they're going to show that map during the U.S. Open in 2017, and they're going to show where Aaron Hills is, and they're going to show where Destination Kohler is and Whistling Straits is comparatively. and. You know, groups like mine will say, wait a second, we can play two major venues uh, that are both public in the same little area like that'll be awesome. And so uh, I had the ball rolling on my company even before Sand Valley was a figment of my Kaiser's imagination. So I <laughs> felt like <laughs> the luckiest guy in the world when that started to develop. And um, my timing couldn't have been better.
2: Um, what are some of the other courses that you do? Uh, I don't know, like the, for example, you mentioned Lake Geneva, and obviously there's Geneva National and, and uh, Grand Geneva. Um, those are the ones I know. There's other other ones up there that are. And what, where would you oh, say? Sure. Where would you rank those? And what would you what would be a typical trip like that?
3: Yeah, uh, the other two that I book frequently in that area, there's Hawks View, which is right next to Grand, right near Grand Geneva, but an independent course. Hawks View is a, a fantastic 18 uh, hole uh, major course. And then they've got a fantastic 18 um, hole par three course. And when people hear par three, they think of little pitch and putts. And, and the, the par three at, at um, Hawks View is. It's a mini course. You know, it's got bunkers and water hazards and stretches out long on certain holes, and it's awesome. Uh, and then uh, the other course I book a lot is, is Abbey Springs. Uh, Abbey oh, yeah. Springs right. is a uh, you know, sem- private, semi-private course, but um, they're, they're going through a massive renovation right now to try to uh, be part of the mix moving forward. So you've got those. You know, that's seven total courses in the Lake Geneva area that I, that you can, you know, depending on where you're staying and what your interests are, you can sprinkle into a trip very easily.
2: Yeah, we have a Chicago, our Chicago golf course architect, Todd Quitno is redoing the uh, Abbey Springs. I keep seeing photos of it. Uh, they're digging everything up up there and, and improving it. So that's Lots terrific. Of dirt. And, then, and then, you know, hmm. there's the course called La Sonia Links, uh, which is out at Green Lake. Uh which is obviously gets so much uh, uh, press now among the uh, the golf uh, architecture aficionados, and I've played there years ago, um, and I know it's a wonderful golf course. But do, are are you in do you use that? Is that part of your uh, um, uh, uh, panoply of courses?
3: Absolutely. I, I get asked, I've gotten asked about Lasonia links more in the last six months than I ever have. Uh, the, the, the rankings and the magazine uh, readers, um, it's popped up and, and moved up in a couple of those rankings. And, and so it's been asked about a lot. Here's the strange part, Barry, is I've got Lasonia links, which is, you know, a fantastic layout. There's the Woodlands course there, which makes for a fantastic 36 old, uh, you know, you know, day. And then I've got Century World up in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, which is another top 50 public course, host of the 2023 U.S. Senior Open, uh, just an unbelievable facility that I barely get enough groups to every year, that I I maybe get six or seven groups to a year. Same with Lasonia, because most of the groups that call me want to do the big boys. uh, You know, and it's either it's usually either we're we're in for the big trip or we want to do the, this, you know, one of those mid-level trips. And so to go all the way up to Lasonia, to go up to green, to, to, um, to that area and and to go all the way up to Stevens point doesn't make it worthwhile for some groups. So um, yeah, it's, it's Lasonia is out kind of on its own. It's, it's on the way from Aaron Hills to sand Valley. It's on kind of on the way from going from sand Valley to Kohler. So I do mix it in. Uh, I got a group playing there this weekend, in fact. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard sometimes.
1: Yeah, the, the, the great thing about this, Jason, and uh, again, it's WisconsinGolfTrips.com as as we uh, continue our discussion here. You don't necessarily, at least, you know, me, you know, casual golfer, casual golf fan, you don't always think, hey, Wisconsin, there's a ton of great golf there. But, hey, there's a ton of great golf there. And as you kind of mentioned, too, they've really built it up over the, over the, the last number of years.
3: This is, uh, the, the groups that are finding me, like I said, the normal conversation is, uh, you know, we usually go to, you know, especially during COVID, I, I've, I've fulfilled many groups. So we had a Scotland trip planned for a week, doing all the big names. And we, we were trying to find a, a replacement that, that's on par with it. And, and Wisconsin is in that mix now. I, I've got, I've got nine of the top 100 public courses in the united states within two and a half hours three hours of milwaukee and that's uh you can do them all in one trip if you really want to and that's not something that can be done really in any other state in the united states uh it's it's a very unique area and the 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 thing that you can't match of mine if you're listening and you're you're saying oh i've been to Bandon dunes and i've been to pebble beach um the quantity and variety that i have compared to those destinations is, is is truly unmatched because As anybody that's been up here knows, Barry, you know, Aaron Hills does not feel anything like Sand Valley. And Sand Valley does not feel anything like Whistling Straits. It's uh, it's really a a plethora of riches is what we have up here.
2: Yeah, that's right. And and we uh, in the Chicago District Golfer magazine, we have a wonderful story this month in the August issue uh, by Teddy Greenstein uh, about uh, Herb Kohler, his unbelievable vision. Uh, as Teddy calls him, the godfather of Wisconsin golf. I mean, it was his vision all those years ago to build Black Wolf Run when there really was – you, and you know, Jason, you're familiar with Wisconsin golf. I mean, it was just kind of, you know, it was just average, yeah, whatever, resort golf. And you go up and you play, play a little golf, and it was, not a, it was an afterthought. And then he made it a destination and uh, really, I think, uh, provided the incentive for Bob Lang over at uh, Aaron Hills and, uh, and the Kaisers up at, uh, up at Sand Valley to, to build these big-time destination golf courses, which, is, which are fantastic.
3: No question. And, and when I drive through, you know, by the American club on my way to black Wolf run and I look at that community, I I often wonder what it was like at that, at that, you know, Genesis of this whole entire thing, you know, that, that when Mr. Kohler decided, Hey, I think we can make something out of this place and, and hired Pete Dye to come in and do the black Wolf run course and then say, Hey, wait a second, we can do even more with this. Let's split that up and make two courses out of that. And and then, (laughs) You know the. Uh, I wish I would have been around at the time when they decided, hey, let's let's look at building something special up on the lake. We found this. Hey, there's a flat piece of land. What can we do with <laughs> that, Pete? You know, and just what they did with it is just it's truly remarkable. You it know, to really take a, a flat old airstrip and and you know, I I I think that there's an argument to be made in the golf course design world of of what's more impressive. You know, is it is it Bill Corr and, and Ben Crenshaw taking taking places, or or you know the the designers of Aaron Hills, where they didn't have to move much dirt, and and you know is that the better design, or is it taking a flat piece of land and, and having the imagination that P. Dye had to come up with Whistling Straits? It's it's truly amazing if you've never been there.
2: Yeah, and and the other thing is, Jason, as you may know, at least in this article that Teddy wrote, uh, the, um, the his board of directors and everybody when they when they, when they were talking about bringing a golf course, bringing Black Wolf Run to uh, the American Club, which is a five-star diamond resort, you know, world-class. Uh, they all told him, what are you, crazy? And he <laughs> said, he, he defi- no, he defied He defied the experts, and he went with his vision, and uh, and he created this, really, is just, just really a, a tribute to him and uh, his vision. And, of course, his
3: unlimited funds are also good. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I, I as you're telling me that, Barry, it, it, the, the thing that I can't—I I always think about when I hear—think of Mr. Kohler is that it's not up there right now. But there was a billboard coming off of the highway uh, as you approached Kohler um, in the last year or so that had the the four Ryder Cup destination, Ryder Cup cities in a row: uh, Paris, Sheboygan, Rome, and New York. I just keep thinking about that all the time.
1: It's it's.
3: Uh, that's, that's Herb Kohler. And who, who else is more responsible for that billboard than Mr. Kohler? It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Well, well, and I know, Jason, uh, we, we are uh, out of time up against the clock here, but uh, it's been great fun talking to you again. WisconsinGolfTrips.com is the site. And I'm sure you got uh, a lot of people uh, interested and, and excited about uh Planning their next trip uh, after our discussion. I am I am on that list, so there there you go.
3: Oh, very good, Mike. I, hey, great great to talk to you guys. And Barry, we'll see you uh, see you soon on the golf course.
2: Yes, we will, Jason. We'll be we'll be locking horns again.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Thanks, man. Bye bye. That's Jason Coughlin, uh, the founder and owner of WisconsinGolfTrips.com. Uh, Wisconsin Golf Trips is the company. WisconsinGolfTrips.com is the website. And really, there, it is pretty amazing because, you know, I, I joked about it, but you don't necessarily think, at least I never thought, you know, prior to working on this show, hey, Wisconsin, look at all the wonderful golf that's up there. But there really is. It's 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 uh, it's become a thing. Well, and
2: the other thing is, Mike, um, y- you know how it is to plan a vacation. You just went on vacation. So either sure. you or yep. your wife plan the hotels and plan this and plan that. I mean, when you think about golf um, traveling somewhere with a with a group, um, you, it it really helps to to have a coordinator, uh, just like it would help to have a wedding planner or something like that. You know, to to right. uh, you're talking about maybe staying in multiple uh, 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 hotels, um, you, trying to get the correct tea time uh, that people want, uh, et cetera. Just the whole coordination aspect of it. Uh, you know, I mean, why not? You know, you obviously you're gonna you're gonna uh, pay for a little bit of a service, but um, you know that's, I think it probably makes sense to people.
1: Well, it's that's exactly what it is. It's a service, and it is uh, one that would be well received. I know exactly as you said by me and uh, by a lot of <laughs> other people. So anyway, it was great to talk to Jason. We are late for a timeout, Barry. Uh, still to come here on the show, we'll talk to longtime uh, golf writer and sports writer Hank Gola from the New York Daily News, New York Post. We'll talk to him at 740. More on the Ryder Cup, more on the Northern Trust, more on the FedEx Cup playoffs when we return. This is the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 the score.
0: Welcome
2: back to the scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito, presented by
0: Chicago District Golfer Magazine. On Chicago's Sports Radio 670 the score, an Odyssey station.
1: And we are back on the scorecard. Barry and Mike with you every Saturday morning. We appreciate you joining us from 6 to 8 each and every Saturday. Talking the great game of golf. And uh, this week, Barry, uh, round one, I guess you will call it, of the uh, three-tiered playoff of the FedEx Cup playoffs. The Northern Trust uh, this week, uh, followed by the BMW next week, the Tour Championship the following week. Uh, And our old buddy, John Rum, uh, who's having himself a year, uh i think you would call it that right he is uh he is having himself a year he leads no surprise
2: no he's uh, he's been having a fantastic year and uh uh obviously just great won the u.s open out at Torrey pines and uh has just been i think he's finished in the top eight for all these tournaments that he's played this you know number of tournaments recently so he's he's really playing well he's certainly the The leader of the European Ryder Cup team and uh, somebody that they really, you know, is going to be a great leader for them. Uh, So be interesting to see how how this all shakes out. But yeah, the Rominator, he's leading. He leads Tony Finau by one and Justin Thomas by two and Sandra Schauffele by two. So uh, it's going to be an interesting weekend and uh, we'll see what happens out in uh, beautiful Liberty National in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, no, and he, he's a guy I know a lot of people have uh, warmed to over the years. He's uh, uh, from Spain, but went to college at Arizona State, correct, and uh, um, met his wife there. We saw all that on display when he won at Torrey Pines, and yeah. I know he's a guy who's built up quite a fan base. I mean, you know, everyone's, you know, the Tigers and the Phils and the the Speeths of the world, um, you know, there's always a ton of, of fans there rooting for them, but Certainly, I think John Rahm is built into one of the more popular and uh, certainly more talented guys on tour.
2: Yeah, he's got a tremendous personality, and it's interesting, Mike. He came over here from Spain to go to Arizona State, and he didn't speak a word of English. And now you see him interviewed, and he's right. he's probably one of the more articulate people. He got great sense of humor, good person, and very, very well liked uh, by fans on uh, on both sides of the pond. So. Uh, yeah, he's done a great job. And, uh, and, uh, you know, he's certainly somebody to, uh, to watch here.
1: And, and, and we, you mentioned the Ryder cup, cause Ron will be, uh, you know, as you said, uh, key for the Europeans, uh, the, the American team, you know, with the guys you, you figure to be there and will be there more Kawa and DJ and Bryson and Brooks and, and Justin Thomas and Xander, Jordan Spieth, etc. Uh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. We are a few weeks away, but, uh, it's something that uh, and again a lot of stuff happened this happened because of covid but you know it, it got pushed back here
2: right it did it did it was supposed to be at uh, at whistling straits last year and now it's going to be this year um, uh, they are features and they're putting up the trophy suites their uh, indoor activities planned and and, and as well as uh, you know they've got uh, uh, you know, little balconies and places where you can look, watch the tournament from outside up there, too. So, uh, it's gonna be interesting what, what happens with COVID in the next month. Um, so hopefully they'll, I, I, they certainly won't cancel the tournament, um, again. Uh, there's, it's all the commitment's been made. I mean, everybody's, everybody's, right. gonna, everybody's there. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good and, and we'll see, uh, we'll try to, uh, as we said, the, uh, the what's going on at Liberty National not only is a is a is a com- competition for the FedEx Cup and uh, um, maybe win that fifteen million dollar uh, pot at the end of the rainbow, but it's also a bit of a of a of a of an audition for players uh, trying to make the Ryder Cup team, and um, a good display could uh, could. S- by these players could sway, uh, Steve Stricker, who is going to have a captain's pick captain's pick of six of the six of the 12 players are going to be mm-hmm. his choices. Whereas in the past it was maybe two players or three players that he would get to pick. And, uh, uh they've, they've changed that
1: this year. So, uh, be, I, be seeing interesting things going on. I, I would love to be a fly on the wall at, uh, Steve Stricker's house or on his, on his cell phone when, uh, when people are, I, I got to imagine the lobbying is, is pretty severe with with six picks, uh, for, for a Ryder cup team. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, you know, he will make a, a very well thought out plan and, uh, and use his picks accordingly, but I got to imagine that's going to be very interesting for him
2: for sure. And, um, it just, uh, how how the course how the courses are going to set up for different players you know how is whistling straights how are these players going to be able to to play that uh course who would be better at that you know and what what do you value as a captain um more do you do you eval- you've got you've got guys who are the guys on the team already dustin johnson bryson dechambeau brooks Koepka, uh, they pound it a mile and so does justin thomas for that matter even though he doesn't look like brooks he doesn't look like bryson he hits mm-hmm. it almost as far uh even though he's about 150 pounds which is unbelievable he's so skinny
1: yeah
2: uh but uh but and then you've got people like jordan spieth who is seventh and he's obviously going to make the team um he's been playing great this, this past year um, is out of his slump and then you've got other, you know, who knows how, how, you know, eighth is Harris English and Patrick Reed and Daniel Berger and other guys who are, you know, they've played well at different times over the last year or so. But uh, where do they rank in in my in Stricker's mind? Is he looking for a short game master? Does he just want a guy, who, people who can bomb it off the tee? Uh, be interesting to see.
1: And and lots of fun Ryder Cup stuff in uh, the August uh, Chicago District Golfer magazine, which I actually have sitting here and I've read through already. It's uh, very interesting, so definitely check that out. Uh, I did not real well. I knew Stricker went to Illinois, but um, he's from Wisconsin, went to U of I. He's obviously got a ton of experience. Uh, So talk about a local guy, uh, you know, really factoring into the. The local, and I'm going to call it local, even though it's up in Wisconsin, the local Ryder Cup that uh, that's going to be played here. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, well, it's a great a great choice uh, by the PGA of America. I think he had been uh, a Presidents Cup captain uh, prior, so he has some experience doing this. And uh, of course, he's beloved in the state of Wisconsin, um, and is really a guy who's who's beloved by a lot of guys by most of the people. Everybody on the tour loves Steve Stricker. I mean, you know, he's about the best guy going. Uh, So it's a terrific choice. And, and, you know, he was the first uh, uh, Ryder Cup captain who is not a major champion. So that is a departure from the uh, PGA of America's tradition of requiring um uh it's uh it's Ryder Cup captain to be a major champion and uh Steve has had a fantastic career he's been you know top five in all the majors over the years during his peak years of playing um but but you know just because you're not a, a writer a, a major champion doesn't mean you can't uh, be a right good really good Ryder Cup uh, captain, um, right. As as McGinley proved for the Euros uh, over the years, uh, he he was won a major. I don't know that he ever won anything, but he was a terrific Ryder Cup captain. So be interesting to see, um, uh, you know. And uh, you know, be it's going to be a great great event, and uh, it'll be so good in Wisconsin. It's going to look so great on TV, and uh, and I know that they don't have any tickets left either, unless you go uh, you go on the uh, on the uh, on the other market. <laughs> the
1: the 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 so-called secondary market, right? Barry? Secondary
2: the, market. I didn't want to call it the black market, but <laughs> the secondary market is what I meant. I was going No. Nope. Uh
1: you're you're uh, fully understood and uh yeah, it's it's going to be a hot ticket. It is a hot ticket and it's going to be a lot of fun uh some uh, Ryder Cup golf up there in Wisconsin. Uh we need to take a quick time out when we come back, we will talk to longtime uh golf writer and sports writer Hank Gola from the New York Daily News, New York Post. Hank will join us next talking Ryder Cup, Northern Trust, everything in between right here on The Scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
0: Welcome back to The Scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago's Sports Radio, 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Let me play.
1: And we're back on the scorecard and why do one Frank Sinatra when you can do two. So that's what we'll do here as we feature the music of New Jersey as the Northern Trust is playing there in Jersey City. Uh, It also is a nice uh, seg as we head on out to the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. There we find a longtime sports writer and golf writer Hank Gola. Good morning, Hank.
2: Good morning. How's everything in Chicago? Everything's fantastic, nice and humid, and uh, I know you're bracing for the hurricane, so uh, so uh, get ready for that, right?
4: Yeah, it looks like it'll be a Monday finish at the Northern Trust for sure. Tomorrow's supposed to be pretty wet.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, Hank, uh, the other thing is, uh, Mike, I don't know if you know this, but Hank covered the New York Giants for many years. And, sure. And now, yeah. and now is uh, scrutinizing the... Uh, the quarterback play of a great of the great Mike Glennon, who's out there with oh boy. playing with the Giants now. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with so, that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we we've had a little
4: bit of you, that you, here.
2: You,
4: uh, oh, yeah. I know. Over the years, yeah, especially lately.
2: Yeah, the great Mitch <laughs>
4: Trubisky. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Good luck with
4: good luck with that. All of that. Yeah. Out there. Exactly. Another <laughs> another
2: fellow New Yorker of yours. Uh, anyway, hey, listen. So uh, we've got the we've got the Northern Trust. Um, Hank and and what do you make of it? I mean, John Rahm is a leading, of course. They got a lot of big name players in the event. Um, yeah. H- how much excitement is it generating out there in uh, in New Jersey?
4: Uh, among the golf population, it is. But then you know, it's been relegated to uh, to the uh, back pages of the paper. In fact, the Daily News, my old paper, is not even covering it. Yeah. They yeah. didn't send anybody. They... but then again they're they're, they're they're like a newsletter these days <laughs> right like right the chicago, right the chicago tribune equivalent but uh yeah i mean you got the you know i hate to say because i i'm not a big yankees fan but you got them rolling and you got preseason football getting underway so uh, it's kind of a little bit in the background but among the golf community it's big and and certainly uh it's it's always been an exciting tournament at Liberty National, even though it's not a great golf course. It's a great TV golf course because of the mm-hmm. views of the, of the Statue of Liberty and everything. If you remember, uh, one of the first uh, – it used to be the Barclays before it was Northern Trust. Uh, one of the first tournaments there, Tom Kite had done the golf course, and, and Tiger oh. was playing with his amateur partners who were uh, quoting him afterwards as saying – uh, did Tom kite do this before or after he had his eyes fixed <laughs> <laughs> and they and they, so they didn't brought they... Him, they brought him back to redo it so he tried to it's, a, it's just a little better than it was then but uh yeah it's 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 uh, you know low scores a lot of excitement a lot of birdies so it's gonna be a really good finish and all the big names are up there with rom and now Tony is finally trying to close something out and xander's up there and Justin Thomas. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good finish, whether it's it'll be on Monday, but it'll be a good finish.
2: Yeah. I was trying to figure out where Tony Fino's been all year. He's he's pretty highly ranked in the Ryder Cup competition, you know, to try to get on that yeah. team. But I, I just haven't seen much of him all year. I don't know.
4: He's a new Tom Kite. <laughs> 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 he he he
1: raises
2: his he raises his head every once in a while and, and does well. Yeah. Yeah, and he cashes in. Uh, he's had
4: a hard time finishing, uh, and uh, yeah. and he's. Uh, but you know, he plays well in majors. If you look back at his re- record in majors, uh, he always seems to be there, but he just can't close the deal. But then again, that was John Rahm until he closed the deal at this this year's U.S. Open. So uh, maybe this will be a big uh, a big stepping stone for Tony. Certainly to- end up Certainly put him on the Ryder Cup team. That's for sure.
1: Talking to Hank Gola, a longtime sports writer and golf writer, uh, and talking about the, the Northern Trust. And we were actually talking earlier, Hank, about the the FedEx Cup playoffs. And, you know, Rahm was uh, a little critical yesterday after his round mm-hmm. of, you know, how he's not uh, a fan of how the, the, the setup is. Uh, what did you make of, of his comments after that?
4: There's always been criticism of the FedEx Cup playoffs when they first started. What do you do with them? What do you make of them? And uh, and the reason they are the way they are is to bring attention to them and to actually make them more important than they ever were. Because they were when they first started, it was like, yeah, what, what do we need these for? You know, it was just kind of a right. sort of a gimmicky thing. And then the uh, PGA Tour devised ways to make. Uh, you know, they brought all the big money in, and they and they had the playoff system. So you know, it is. To use to quote Tiger, it is what it is, and uh, if it wasn't this way, then it, there'd be no need for the FedEx Cup playoffs.
2: Right. If they right. weren't
4: more important than that, than everything than any other tournament sure. during the year, right. so you know th- that's why they're the playoffs, right? And uh, the, well, that's why they, they coin you know they they devise these things to have a playoff, right? Like the other sports, and this was what the PGA Tour threw in, so. So, yeah, uh, I kind of agree with him, yes, but <laughs> that's what it is. But that's you got to the do playoffs. something.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah, of a Jerry yeah. – it's a jerry rigged system. But anyway, but the – you know, Yeah, I mean, a,
4: a, you know, football, I mean, the playoffs are more important than a regular season.
2: So that's the way it is. Right, right. Well, if nothing else, uh, Hank, this is kind of a, an audition for – at least for the American players for the other six spots on the Ryder Cup team because Stricker's going to pick those. Um, based on some of the performances. And so, uh, you know, you're right. You mentioned Finau. I mean, the guy's got one victory. Uh, He's been on uh, Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams before, and now here he is. He pops his his head up, and maybe he'll get Mm -hmm. on the uh, Ryder Cup team. Last week you had, you know, Kevin Kisner won that six-man playoff uh, at the Wyndham, and he's like, wow, I'd rather I do anything to play for my country. Well, he's 18th. And and I don't even see his name on the leaderboard this week, so I don't know. I don't know. He might right. miss the cut, so I think he's right. he's probably not going to make it based on what happened to him this week. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Stricker does. I mean, the U.S. team
4: is is really stacked, but uh, problem as always with the U.S. team is is you know will they get a Will they get along well enough to do anything? <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: yeah.
4: It, look what what yeah, you got. You uh, got you know. DeShambles and uh, and Brooks and, you
2: know,
4: the only guy that everybody likes, I think, is Colin Morikawa. Now he's got a bad back.
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, so you uh, you know, having been at that Ryder Cup in Paris the last time they had it, you could just see how dispirited the U.S. team was. They just didn't seem to have the same... Energy and and uh, love for the event. They were just kind of seemed like they were going through the motions, and then on the last day, they just got waxed. Uh, it was just you know how when you're at an event, you get a feel for what's going on, yeah. and 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 I'm you know I'm sure it came through on TV, of course, but uh, you just had the feeling that you know these guys don't really give a damn. Well, especially in those
4: when the Europeans host the events. There's uh, the everybody's behind them. You, you know, it's uh, you could feel it. You could feel it on the streets, yeah. wherever the, where's, you know, so it's a little different. And they all they all get along. There's there's a great camaraderie among the Europeans because they started out as underdogs when Sebi got the thing rolling on their behalf. And it, and it stayed that way. And the Americans were always looked at as the, you know, the elite, the overpriced country club kids and uh, who, uh, yeah. you know, only only care about themselves, and to a certain extent, that's true. Uh, now, when the Ryder Cups are here, it's a little it's a little bit of a different feeling. I but but over there, yeah, they are such a big disadvantage when they play over there. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens at Whistling Straits again. I think they're going to have a bit, far better team and more talent. But uh, and and they then they have been winning at home lately, so so I, I think they'll probably squeak one out. But it's not going to be a, any sort of a route, That's for sure.
1: Yeah, and guys, Kevin Kisner did miss the cut. Uh, a lot of uh, right. a lot of heavy hitters missed the cut, uh, including Morikawa, including Bubba Watson, including Dustin Johnson, and also Phil Mickelson. And I and I wanted to ask you, Barry. And I were talking about this earlier. Hmm. I know Phil is is obviously a legend in the game. Is he someone that you, Hank, would consider as an option on the the Ryder Cup team?
4: I would consider him because he could still play well. In, in uh, he showed that at at, at Q, all right, and he's a gamer and he's a very good match play guy. So for those reason, I would consider him. I don't know if I would pick him, but he'd certainly be considered. Certainly one of them. Now he's trying to he's almost trying to talk give Stricker an out the way he's been talking about things, uh, in not picking him. So I'm not sure if he's all that in on it. You would still want him in the locker room, however, in the in the, in the team room. Uh, if, if he doesn't pick him, I, I think you got to definitely take him in as a vice captain and, and have him in the room because you need some experience there, and he would provide that.
2: Now, I'm surprised he isn't already a vice captain. I mean, he, he named Tiger vice captain years ago, right?
4: Yes, that's true, yeah. So, and, of course, uh, Phil's going to be captain. Uh, well, well, he's not named yet, but it, it's a lock. He's going to be a captain when it comes to Beth Page. Right. Right. no way. I mean, that's right. that's you could, could you could see that from here. So, I you know I, I think of Hill eventually. But but Stricker and Tiger, they had a much better relationship together than than, uh, than than Stricker and Phil. Right. They were always pretty tight. Going back.
2: You know, the other thing is regarding the uh, European Ryder Cup team. Uh, looks like Garcia and Justin Rose. Uh, on the outside looking in, and uh, and even Poulter, he's been Poulter's been doing a lot of lobbying lately. Um, I, I imagine they'll put him on the team, but uh, but there's a couple of big name guys that are have been right. have been uh, uh, stalwarts of the European team are right. probably not going to make it. Yeah, these are those are studs. So right, yeah, the,
4: you know, Sergio, of course, I remember at at Valhalla uh, when the. Uh, when they had, when the Americans had their first big win at Valhalla, and Zinger was the captain, uh, we we saw Zinger coming back from the uh, open. I think it was at Cornuzy that year, and we were we were uh, just BSing with him at the uh, airport gate and talking about the Ryder Cup, and he said, uh, "Well, the first thing we've got to do, we got to take Sergio Garcia down." Mm-hmm. And if you if you remember uh, going back uh, the first match of the uh, the first match on Sunday, at the individual matches, was Sergio versus Anthony Kim. Yep. He handpicked Anthony Kim to be the guy that would take Sergio down. Isn't, isn't that something? Went, yeah, it's, and where is Anthony Kim today? It's amazing. And, uh, no, it's amazing. And the dominoes fell after that. And on the first hole, I, 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 was, I remember this, because it was a standing on the green. Uh, they both had similar putts, maybe three, four-footers. And uh, Sergio says to uh, Kim, he says, uh, good, good. And Kim says, "No, let's putt him." <laughs> I mean, he threw it down right there. You know that yeah. it was going to be that kind of match. Yeah. And then he took well, him down pretty quickly. And then again, after that, the dominoes fell.
2: Well, we'll see what happens at Whistling Straits this year. Um, it's going to be exciting. The golf course is spectacular, and the the Lake Michigan views and everything. Uh, it's going to be terrific, and uh, the crowds will be going crazy. So, uh, but anyway, well, Hank, thank you so much for being with us, brother. Yeah, anytime. All right, all right, Hank. Hank Gola. We, have to, we have to
4: get together and play play some more golf there, Barry.
2: One of these and, days, right? Well, maybe we can we can go through my guy at golf trips, uh, Wisconsin golf trips. We'll have to get them
1: something squared away.
4: That sounds good. All okay,
1: right.
2: you take care, guys. Good talking to you. Thanks, Hank.
1: That's Hank Gola, longtime uh, sports writer, uh, New York Daily News, New York Post. Uh, I wanted almost to ask him New York football Giants questions, too, Barry, but I know that's not the sh- this is not the show oh. for that. <laughs> well, he, you know, and, and, and Hank would know. I show mean, for that. Hank covered oh, their it.
2: Super Bowl. He's written books about them and a uh, very close observer of the Giants for about, uh, I would say, four decades, not to mention his life growing up. So there you go.
1: Yep. No, that's uh, a legend in the business. We appreciate uh, his time. We appreciate uh, Jason Coughlin of Wisconsin Golf Trips from joining us. And Brett Packey from uh, Northmore Country Club in Highland Park uh, and uh, golf instructor for Nick Hardy. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us. Barry, thanks to you, my friend. Thank you, Mike. Always great being with you. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Great to be with you as well. Uh, Thanks to Brandon Fryer for producing the show today. Our program director is Mitch Rosen. Uh, I'm Mike Esposito. It's great talking golf with you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8. Coming up next here on The Score, it's Early Odds, followed by Inside the Clubhouse. Stick around all day here on Chicago Sports Radio 670
0: The Score.